Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the 2017 season primer for the Essendon Bombers, or as Josh has called it, the uh, reintroduction to AFL for Essendon fans. Um, my name's Heath, and first off, Josh, how are you doing? Yeah, doing quite well. A reintroduction, that's a, a nice way to put it for him. Well, you know, they've been re- they've had an introduction to AFL, um, but it was by Mick Gatto. So, I, I think they were kind of... Allegedly. Uh, well, he, he's saying that uh, there was contact. And I think that's the last we'll mention of that the scandal. Oh, <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with a very well respected unionist uh, and deal breaker, a deal maker, maker. <laughs> uh, Brenton, g'day, and we got Will back again because he's uh, so successful last time, and uh, it's probably the only one of us that watched Essendon play last year. How you doing, Will? Very, very good. Thank you for having me. Um, so we'll start there with uh, 2016 um, for the Dons and uh, had uh, three wins and finished bottom of the ladder. Um, but really, it's probably as good as they could hope for, you'd say? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that early win against Melbourne really lifted a lot of pressure. Um, Is that round two? Yeah, round two. Um, there was a lot of talk of, you know, in winless season and, you know, 100-point thrashings win week in, week out. So to get that, that first win on the board, I think, lifted a lot of pressure and... Um, yeah, sort of lifted the shackles a little bit, I guess. It was the emotional, it was the walk to the G and, mm. and, and all yeah, that. So they right. had all the, the crowd there. And from memory, I think Melbourne got up over GWS the week before as well. So Yeah, yeah, a couple of points, I think. So it was right time, right place and, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, I thought they might win. They might beat Carlton. Mm. That was it. I thought that was it for them for the mm. year. But um, yeah, so, so to get three wins. But it wasn't about the wins for them, really. It was about what else can we find? And yeah. they found Anthony Tip and Woody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, they didn't find the records that Dank said he had. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, but Waller was on the scrap heap, really. Yeah. If yeah. not for the um, the band players, would not be on the SNL list. Yeah, well, he was originally a rookie player, so you would imagine if the band mm. players weren't, um, were still there, he wouldn't have seen much, much time at all. But he came in round one and... Hmm. Rested a couple of games, but otherwise would have been, you know, was best 22 for the whole year. Absolutely. Well, not just that, he's still best 22, yeah. even when those guys have come back. Yeah, absolutely. He's found his spot on um, on a half-forward flank, and uh, even today against Geelong, who's, mm. uh, I think he kicked about four goals. He, had a, he did yeah. kick four goals. He had a great run of play, too. Mm. Um, it's been an absolute revelation for them. Yeah. In a, a very, very uh, dark period, <laughs> he's been a shining light. Mm. Well, it, it, it's very unique, the situation they were put in, where not many teams get to do a one-year rebuild where they can just, all right, let's experiment everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You've got absolutely nothing to lose. Yeah. Um, and a brand-new coach, obviously, as well, in Wusha, who's a, a great addition. Um, you know, I, I think GWS 
uh, sorry, not GWS, Gold Coast have been kicking themselves that uh, they couldn't convince him. Yeah. Um, but he's come in and said, all right, let's just see what happens. I fucking love that. Essendon's got all these players out and Bush has come in. And then Gold Coast put a, a thing on the an offer on the table, and he's like, "No, nah, fuck, that's a lost cause. <laughs> I, I can handle a team that's lost their well, best twenty-two. Yeah. But. Would have been replacing his best mate too, but true, true. <laughs> he's probably, which I think he's actually, he is, yeah, yeah. Zappadesson, um, midfield coach, Bluey McKenna. Yep. Um, but what they discovered was, like we said, um, McDonald, Tip, and Woody, but also Zach Merritt. Mm. Yeah. Who mm. did he win the best and fairest? Uh, by a very, very long way. Yeah. Um, probably unlucky um, that Essendon only won three games, which meant he is never going to get all Australian. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, you can kind of understand. Yeah, exactly. Um, but well, Gary Ablett did. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, and has quite the yeah. And you can kind of understand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with all due respect, Gary Ablett, Zach Merritt, I mean, you, you never know, but... Not one right day. The jury's still out on that one. <laughs> Time will tell. Time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what I like about... Uh, Sort of from an objective point of view, is seeing how how it's going to play out for having a whole season off yep. in regards to injuries, uh, concussions, niggles, things like that. How we get like it's almost like a, a control yeah. uh, that we can use to sort of judge against other teams and how that plays out. But also, in my opinion, I think that if you take a year off as a fan, that's like guarding leave, and you've got the option of coming back to support a new team. I Ro- figure, you know, really, if you can drop off for a year, not follow the the code at all. I'm kind of like that's your that's your punishment, and come back and you should be fresh. So. Yeah, Essendon, there's your excuse to find a new team. <laughs> no, <laughs> see, I think that's an ASIO file on you if yeah. you do that. Well, I have a few of those already, so. <laughs> I think there were multiple opportunities to jump off before um, 2016. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's been a few. They've given it plenty of uh, ammunition. <laughs> and I think a few of the fans might have jumped off and then filed suit against the club. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what you do. <laughs> well, uh, it's Morris Blackburn. They've got like a collective going on, so <laughs> sign up. The class action. Yeah. Major sponsors now, aren't they, as well? Um, they own the club, I think, now. They're so far in debt that they've taken ownership. Mm. So let, let's have a look at the outs then. Um, obviously, there's a lot of the top-up players that are out. There's mm. too too many to mention. Um, but besides that, uh, Adam Cooney's called uh, called time. Yeah. Um, he had his moments. He, he tried his best, but his knees just were never going to let him be mm. brown yeah. medal form. And I think he, he came into the club thinking, I think he had a choice between us and North Melbourne. Yep. Yep. Before 2015, picked Essendon and um, I think that well, obviously 2015 didn't go as, as many people in Essendon planned and mm-hmm. um, I think it was really what he signed up for, to be honest. But he, you know, he was a good foot soldier and um, became the new whipping boy with Brent Stanton now. So. <laughs> Had he come to North, he would have been part of the uh, Boomer 4, would have been the Boomer 5 on their yeah. last might have been. And great yeah. value on social media as well, so it almost pays for itself mm. there. Yeah. Oh, look, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm disappointed they didn't mic him up every game. He would have been fantastic. Even though they might be getting pumped, he would be the smart ass of the century. Do you reckon they could trade him in for Lingy and no one notice for a while? They're like, hang on, Lingy's actually pretty funny. Yeah. No, I think everyone would have noticed within the first yeah. 10 seconds. Lingy's making sense here. In fact, trade him in for Darcy as well. <laughs> um, I've got an opinion. Holy fuck, what are they done with Darcy? <laughs> Tate Pears, again, another servant of the club and whipping boy at times. Mm. Um, but it's just called time as well. Yeah, he was. Um, he was... He started off as a sort of a... Great white hope for Essendon fans back in the Matthew Knights sort of era, like 2009. Yeah. He was a sort of attacking centre half back. Oh, the golden age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you never thought you'd look back on those years, yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. When it's a wash, when it's a wash between Matthew Knights and the James Hurd era, you yeah. know, it's oh. been the best sort of half decade. Anyway, um, but yeah, he just sort of dropped off um, under Hurd for whatever reason, and then, you know, injuries sort of caught up, and I'm pretty sure he's. 
become a fire eater or something like that. Oh, really? Fire brigade. Or... Every bastard joining the fire brigade. Well, every bastard says they are. Yeah. yeah, they never do. Though. I don't think Tate Pairs had a media um, deal. <laughs> is this a code or something? Like, yeah. I'm joining the fire brigade. Is that? Well, well <laughs> sometimes it's used as a. Can I please not get charged for drunken and disorderly? <laughs> Which I think oh, yeah. Heath Scotland tried that yeah. one a couple of times. Mm. Um, uh, Courtney Dempsey was. Geez, you got rid of a few whipping boys. They've yeah, done, we did. They've decided did. to have a real clean out, yeah. haven't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dempsey was. Dempsey was, you know, Dempsey was Dempsey. He would do, you know, outlandish shit now and again, and yeah. he would do... Um, sometimes you do dumb real... shit, sometimes you do really dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think with um, a lot of other, po- a lot of, you know, the best 22 out in 2016, a lot of his deficiencies were more mm, noticeable. More obvious. Um, yeah, the, you know, the butchered kicks, um, you know, poor decision making is not as noticeable when you've got, you know, Hurley or Hooker or, you know, whatever in the or back line to... Everyone else. Yeah, yeah, exactly, to to cover up. But with with less, you know, troops around, it really sort of showed. Yeah. I think there is a phase when you, you have to decide whether a player is a, a brilliant player with occasional moments of idiocy or an idiot with occasional moments mm. of adequacy. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think he's sort of well, the latter. Yeah. See, Tigers, we need a permanent uh, position for someone to have a full-time role in that in that job because uh, we still haven't figured that out, like back of house or front of house. Yeah. <laughs> Are you shipped off Vickery, you've done well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, broken clock's right twice a day. Yeah. Um, am I right in Courtney Dempsey if I mixed him up with someone else um, that his career highlight would be backheeling the ball that accidentally yeah. and then catching it? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I guess, you know, this... Rainbow. This, yeah. And this do you reckon he planned that at all? Yeah, of course yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think he plans ever to get a kick. This yeah. worked on PlayStation. Yeah. Well, what's the best yeah. thing he does? I mean, that's all he played, all he practiced. Yeah. That was it. Um, His one moment. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Pig Hibbard um, gone as well. Who, mm. Who's a bit of a, a, a shock, I thought, um, trading out to Melbourne. But you can understand if any player said, look, I've just had enough, yeah. I want out. Yeah. But he is a, he's a handy, uh, handy soldier. Yeah, I think he's going to be really, really good for, um, for Melbourne this year with him and, and Malksham. Um, sitting there at half back, they've got um, they're going to get some really really good delivery from from the back line, well, and that's what he was good. If Essendon had their druthers, you mm. and you got one of those two back, you pick Hibbert over Melksham. Oh, surely. any day of the week, yeah. Hibbert was um, Hibbert was borderline all Australian for a while back, sort of 2013, yeah. 2014, and um, had a bit of a down year in 2015, but he's still really like good penetrating kick off half back that you can sort of set up play from. So I think he's going to be really really good at Melbourne. I'm actually kind of shocked they redrafted uh, Corey McC- uh, Sorry, Sean McKernan. McKernan. Yeah. Like, he's one of the players where I, I want him to do well because he just tries his ass off. He does, off, yeah. But he, he's just not. Well, they've tried him as a ruckman. And, and he got exposed. Yeah. Well, he's, oh, he's too yeah. fucking short. Well, he is our ruckman now. Louis he is got, now. Louis yeah, went down Louis today, got, yeah. Um, did a hammy, which, you know, should surprise yeah. him. Well, the, the most surprising <laughs> thing about that is it wasn't his Achilles or his foot. Yeah. <laughs> Are they still got James Kelly running around again? Yep. Yeah. Season. There we go. Essendon legend, James yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh So how many of the top up stayed? It was him and um, uh, the Matty Richmond. D. Matty, Matty D. D. Yeah. Who, who had a good year. He did, he did. yeah. Um, and James Kelly, I was surprised because, he, again, he had a great year. Mm. But yeah. you thought, oh, he's probably had enough. But you know, He finished second or third in the yeah. Best James well, Kelly. So. I'm not surprised. He had a good yeah, year. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. Um, he was the one that I Just thought... wise head. Yeah, that I thought wouldn't, wouldn't see much... Um, game time, yeah. but he slotted in at half back, and you know, oh, good steadying here. Yeah, he'll play at least every, seven games this year. He always played every yeah. game, didn't he? he? Was like up to eighteen or something like close that. Close to it, yeah, yeah. fair, fair yeah. few, yeah, yeah. Well, you only need, only need seven to get to three hundred. Well, it's good value. Is, is that all he needs? There you are, Kelly. Yeah, yeah sure. So uh, they'll 
I'll lip him over that oh, line yeah. at the very least. Mm. Um, even though he's only been there one year, he's earned that right. Yeah, yeah. Chichis. Yeah, Chichis. They'll give out free caps. Um. On the inside, besides the uh, returning players, we've got Josh Green, who I think is a good pickup. Because um, oh, yeah. he just needs um, a little bit of tweaking. Because mm. uh, he's that goal-hungry, I'm going to kick a goal no matter mm. what, kind yeah. of small crumbing forward. And you need one. Yeah. You always need one. Mm. You just need to remind him that, yeah, sometimes you can defend as well if you like. <laughs> yeah. Handballs, yep. yeah, they're all right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Don't listen that's, to KB. Yeah, once you get some forward pressure and kick a goal out of it, that's when they realise, hang on, this defence mm. stuff, yeah. Yeah, that's not too bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Goals from this. Yeah. Uh, a goal snake who doesn't like passing off, he won't get 400 plus games <laughs> out of it. <laughs> no. uh, and it's got to be good to have a little redhead running around in the forward line again. Yeah, well, it is, it is a prerequisite for, yeah. um, for an SNM Premiership. So. Trev Buick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Trev Fucking retard. Darren. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Moorcroft, who uh, yep. Yep. took a couple up there. So. Is that like a breeding program or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's called Scotland. It's, <laughs> it's not out of Essendon's realm to try um, you eugenics, know, science, scientific, <laughs> pushing the boundaries, so to speak. Whatever it takes. <laughs> and uh, James Stewart from GWS, who I mm. think is a, a handy pickup because I think he paid nothing for him. No, but, he was um, yeah, absolutely peanuts, you know, fourth round pick or something. I, I watched, um, I've watched him in the first two and a half um, preseason games and. He is going to be a really, really big addition, big addition to our forward line because um, it's one less defender that Dana has to deal with, yeah. and it's yeah. one extra forward that we've we can kick to when Dana is not having a great game. I yep. completely agree, and that's what shits me is that GWS is it's like when you're playing um, say those soccer manager games and you're right. cheating yeah. and you've got all these ultra good players yeah. and so when a, a really good regular player comes along you're like oh fuck he can go yeah. that's what GWS are doing they're mm. like oh you're only really really good no you can fuck right yeah. off yeah well I mean um, Lob came out of nowhere last year mm. and yeah. became one of the best contending contested marks in the in the league mm. and I thought James Stewart was going to have a breakout year for GWS but he just didn't get a look in yeah, well, I mean... Now he is. Yeah. Especially with uh, Lewenberger going down today, like you said. Yeah, well, that pretty much um, guarantees his spot for the foreseeable future with mm-hmm. Louis and Bell Chambers out. He's going to exactly. have to rock for a fair bit as well. Yeah, yeah let's be honest. McKernan's not really going to hold that fort down mm. as much as I wish he would. He was he was getting soundly beaten by Geelong's rocks today from the half that I saw. But he was, you know, he was still getting clearances and scratching kicks. And, yeah. you know, he's... He, he, you're right, he tries. He tries. <laughs> you get 100% effort yeah. out of him, but yeah. he's going to be a negating Ruckman at best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when you're six foot three and trying mm. to go up against the six foot ten monsters. Well, the highlight I remember was last year or the year before when uh, Goldstein just made him look like he was standing still. He chased him down, tackled him, stole the ball out of his hands, and then ran the other way and just yeah. <laughs> showed him a clean set of heels. Like, uh, fuck it so looking forward to the 2017, the double-ups um, for Essendon. you got Brisbane twice, Carlton, Frio, Collingwood, and Adelaide. Yep. Um, obviously, finishing dead last, you get a favourable draw. Mm. Adelaide's the only real danger there, I think. Frio, yeah, well, depending on what Fremantle or like. Frio, like Essendon this year, you don't know. They could yeah, be exactly. top four or bottom four. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, obviously, Adelaide's the... The, the difficult one, or the most difficult one there. And I think the game in Adelaide is about round three or four, so we get yeah, that one early in Adelaide on. pretty, pretty yeah. early. Yeah. I think that's a good idea um, mm. for Essendon as well. If uh, West Coast play Frio uh, before Essendon do, then you're probably in good position. You, you always want to play either of the WA teams the week after the derby. Yeah. Well, yeah. and also, if Sammy Mitchell <laughs> was playing on uh, Fife, sure. could get a corky or two. <laughs> that's you know? true. 
dirty bastard that he is. <laughs> yeah. But sure, that one against Carlton and Collingwood, which will put lots of bums in seats. So, I mean, it's good for fans to get along. I mean, usually they're pretty big crowds mm. at MCG, so it's well, something. Anzac yeah. Day game will always well, be ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. round one's already up to 90,000. Yeah. Um, yeah. Against yeah. Hawthorne, which is going to mm. be uh, unbelievable. Yep. But, yeah. Very much looking forward to that one. Yeah. Do we have well, to that? We do. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I'm taking uh, the little fella for what that one. What Saturday night. Sweet, I'll get that off. <laughs> <laughs> 25th, I think it is, from memory. Um, so who are we looking at? Who's going to have a big year for Essendon? Who's going to rise out of the ashes for them? Heppel has to. Has to. Um, yep. He's got the skipper's uh, nod now, doesn't he? Yep. One of the, the worst-kept secrets in AFL circles <laughs> that he'd get the captaincy when he came back. Mm. Yeah. Um, Watson's actually looked, speaking of like ex-captains, mm. Watson's looked pretty good so far. Um, I expect him to, you know, without the... Added, added responsibility of captainship, yeah. captaincy. He's going to, yeah. you know, yeah. play with a bit more freedom and he, he's looking to play forward a bit as well. So mm. he's, um, yeah. The one they need is uh, Danaher though. Mm. Like, needs to. Yeah. P- yeah. Potential, potential uh, all-Australian, potential brilliant uh, player. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewellery. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. But he fades in and out. He, he can't kick straight. Mm. And um, for a bloke that takes as many marks... And, and he can, takes some absolute hangers. Yeah, yeah he can leap um, for a bloke that height. But even today, I saw he, he was on about a 45 um, having a shot and he did the round-the-corner kick. Mm. Yeah. You know, the old Stevie J, he mm. went... I mean, on he his did, opposite foot too. On his opposite mm. foot, you're like, okay, it's great, you kick the goal, but jeez, mate, drop yeah, punts, man. Exactly, yeah, yeah, get the fundamentals right first. I thought he had a um, pretty fantastic year last year, considering he was our. I mean, Only our next, target. yeah, I mean, mm. our next talk. Well, I can't remember now. I've blocked out most it's of the year. Sam Grimley, yeah, he <laughs> played about three games. Mitch Brown, um, you know, he would get double, triple teamed, yep. you know. From yep. the goal square up to up to the wing, um, and his his goal kicking is is always going to be an issue. And I think if it if it doesn't improve, you know, this year or next year, it's probably not. Yep. Um, but his field kicking is pretty phenomenal. It's which is weird. It's I mean, bizarre. To be fair, I can understand him not really feeling it because he's only on what twenty grand a year. I assume so because he doesn't seem to be eating anything. <laughs> Fucking skinny as like. Seriously, can the bloke just have a have a snack once in a while? Put on a kilo or two. He looks like he's coming out of Auschwitz or some shit. Well, you know, it's been a rough puberty for him. But yeah. Once he gets through that first, then he'll look at meal plans. Yeah. Um, I think for me, one of the ones that I've marked as not they, they need a big year out of just to sort of set them up is um, Michael Hartley, the twenty-two year old. I think he was at uh, Collingwood draftee. 
rookie, rookie yeah. season last last year. Play, big man too, playing in the back lines. I think he's like 100 kilo, 200 centimeters, so lots of body there. If you get those key defenders, then it's a great way to build your team. And you got like Goddard who can drop back there, but he's more effective in the middle and pushing yeah. forward. Mm. So if he can come in there along with, uh, who else is the main backman? We got Hooker and Hurley. Hooker and Hurley. Well, having Hartley yeah. allows Hooker to play forward, which yeah. gives us another target. Exactly. And Hartley was pretty fantastic last year as well. Um, mm. And with some extra help there with Hurley. Um, yeah. I, couldn't see I think why. Kelly gives the experience behind them as well. If he's still running out again, mm. I think that's a good way to give him the, another year just to put in that, that winning I don't know what you call it mentality or strategies come from mm. a team that yeah. knows their defense is going to set up attack from defense and I think that's what the Bombers need to do because their squad their young kids are actually pretty decent it's just a matter of um, figuring out how they where they go from here and what their strategy is going to be but I think it's definitely going to be a, a very positive season and lots of things they're going to look out for and so he's the one that I want to have a good year so that they can get the most out of Kelly, have them set up as a key defender, and also gives lots of uh, bargaining chips as well. If you've got mm. uh, sort of a stack back line, you can offload them and fill in some gaps that you need. Well, with that, McGrath's coming in too. Do you reckon he slots straight in? The number uh, one draft pick. Oh, well, I mean, oh, who knows, man? Who it's knows? so hard with yeah. first year's yeah. draft picks. You, you don't know who's ready to yeah. play against men and who has before. He's, yeah. he's struggled a fair bit um, in preseason, so... And I think Wisher has said straight up that they're going to be more conservative with um, yeah, selection. Yeah. So, so he's only going to play against Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> um, he'll be, he'll be, he'll, I mean, he'll play. He'll play more often than not, but I don't think he's walked yeah. up um, 22 just yet. Well, he's got to get past... Uh, Francis, is he out for the year, Aaron no, Francis? Or he's, I mean... He's out for the start of the year. Yeah, he's out for the start of the year, and I think they might... He ended the VFL last year playing as the third yeah. forward. So they might groom him for that role, but um, um, who would you but, McGrath, he yeah. probably has to get past Kelly and Gleason. <coughs> so he's probably flank. yeah. I I I'd be yeah. I'll put the over under at five games for him. Mm, I reckon, yep. and mm. yeah, if that was the line, I'd probably go unders too. Yeah, because yeah. Essendon got those no, of, ru- no rush for him. Those, nah. those players that showed promise and uh, definitely mean <clears throat> the, putting their hands up to be the core of that team. Like you got yeah. Fantasia, who's having mm, great yeah. years and. Um, we must have obviously Wallace, Waller and Parrish. Yep. And I think if you can get that core group together and you've got a, like, almost a clean slate to build a, a game plan, like a, a five-year sort of yep. plan to get into the finals and then obviously you'll you re-strategize re from there. Yep. So I think they've got enough there just about managing it correctly. And so if they're not going to play their, their number one draft picks, I think that's a good thing. So they can really see what they've got yeah. and where they're going to fit mm. into it. Lot, lots of patience with them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, for the big years, they're the ones I put down to. But also um, Travis Collier. Because um, yeah. I really liked him before he got injured in 2015. Yeah, um, he, he looked like he'd put on size and pace. Yeah, um, and then obviously set out to, uh, as well. So it'd be interesting. Well, that was the to problem see. he did. Uh, yeah, uh, it'd be interesting if he can um, find that form again. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do because he, he looked like somebody that really attacked it. Mm. He was a good line breaker. Yeah, um, yeah. and he's yeah he's another one that's sort of. Um, He's he slotted in a, a bit better than others. Yeah, the returning group. Um, I I think he's just going to slot straight back onto a wing and um, yeah, give us that yeah. sort of line breaking pace. Yeah, and that seems to be the way that the team's going. You need some of those people to break through the lines mm. because it's getting so quick these days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you just get um, Danaher to, to kick straight, mm. shit, that'll be pretty tough because yeah, he's anyway. kicking pretty far too. Mm. So <laughs> just the accuracy. And so, we don't have the most the the quickest midfield. Yeah. Um, going around so we do need that outside run mm. so on the other side of the coin then who's on the chopping block at Essendon it, it's I, I don't no think one really there's too many I mean there's a few that you really want to um, 
they need to give. Mm. Yeah, like uh, Watson being one of them, you don't know what he's going to be capable of. But he hasn't had a bad season. He's been away. So you can't yeah. say he's on the chopping block. He's just... You won't know until halfway through the season. They've essentially got a clean slate. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I think a few of the um, returning players, um, like, say, Myers and Hocking, Howard, these guys that were sort of best 22, um, 2015 and previously, we've already got quite a slow midfield when you add in, like, yep. sort of Watson, Heppel, Merritt, Parrish. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of room for him. Yeah. All yep. in the in the best twenty two, they might find themselves out. Um, Howard, you know, a goal kicking midfielder who's again not the quickest guy in the world. You know, Langford's been playing that that sort of role. Yep. Yeah. Um, and doing and obviously is the future. Um, and then obviously Bell Chambers as well. I mean, if he can't get on the park this year, I don't really see. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, there's only yeah. so many foot injuries a Ruckman can have before. You exactly. Know? Exactly. Well, I think McKernan's probably on the chopping block just because he's never cemented his spot. Like he's been redrafted as a rookie. Yeah, but he's lucky to be there because he's a death player. He's a list clogger. Um, they've got him because uh, they needed somebody. Yeah, essentially yeah. that's it. He's, he's a warm body. Well, you're available. It's, yeah. um, but I mean, but Lewenberg went down today, yep. so that means yeah. he's going to get more opportunities. Oh, it was a smart call. Like <laughs> to, to keep him. Well, you had to. Yeah. Um, you know, because they're going for nothing. But. Uh, I can't remember. Somebody in the call today said, um, you need your backup Ruckman because it's not if they get injured, it's when they get injured. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just what happens. Burger as well, who's you know, not the most durable well, person yeah. in the world. He's <laughs> the other one I had on the chopping block because we, we've heard how much potential he's got. I still haven't seen it. Mm. I still haven't, like, he, he's meant to be um, revolutionising the game we heard um, when he was up in Brisbane. But and I he still, is. The problem is it's Call of Duty. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's always off the fucking he, field. He hasn't been top 10 ruckman in the league in any year yet. Mm, and he's yeah. 120 games in now. Yeah, um, Really? I didn't realise he'd played that many. Yeah, well, he set out. I knew he's been on plenty of seasons. I was say, yeah, he he's, set out just as many, probably. And um, I think that's hurt um, his development a lot. Yeah, of course know, it has. Um, and obviously this year it has too, because, you know, we're probably not going to see him for the first few Month weeks. Month at least. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um, there were flashes last year. I mean, he didn't have the best midfield group to, no, you know, to, work, to work with. with but um, And he's he looked okay with the returning group so far. But, I mean, we got him for four years, so he's three years in. Um, Is it that long he's been three yeah. years in? Oh, sorry. He's, sorry, three years left. <laughs> three years Oh, yeah, yeah gotcha, gotcha. Um, so, you know, we don't really have... We've got a rookie Ruckman. Um, we don't have any other Ruckman coming yeah. through. Well, Unless you, you lost the uh, the great Jonathan Giles, so <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, that's he's, he, he's just collecting Guernseys the way he's going. <laughs> he but. is. He is. I think. I think consecutive seasons uh, with West Coast. Um, yeah. 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 It will be too. Yeah. Yeah. It will be. You were good odds on that. Had yeah. you put a bet on? Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to be half retarded to put a bet on. That. <laughs> I bet he was the only person at West Coast that was celebrating when that. <laughs> 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 That'll be funny as hell. Like goes down with the knee. Everyone's like, "Oh, oh, he's like, oh. <laughs> I think Lysette went down this yeah, weekend too. Yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. he's uh, Giles. Everything's coming up, Giles. Mm. Some good news. Polly Hanson went down as well, man. She <laughs> fucked off. Uh, lost her, uh, her seat. Her did she? Yeah, I, think I so. didn't even know. Oh, she not lost a seat. But... No, the WA elections. They yeah. got uh, spanked. Yeah. Apparently, when they formed the um, the preference deal with Liberals, yeah. the Nationals are pissed because they're their partners. Mm, yeah. The, the Liberal supporters are pissed because they fucking hate Pauline Hanson and then the Pauline Hanson supporters are pissed because they fucking hate the Liberals. Yeah. So everyone hated everyone. The real winner of the It sounds like every preference yeah. still ever. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so Labor kind of Brad breed their way in there. Yeah. Uh, so 
2017 then, where do we see Essendon finishing? Uh, Will, you want to have the, the first reply? Where, where do you think that? Because they are the most fascinating team going yeah. into this year because they could go anywhere. It, it's a Hollywood film in that um, in the Hollywood ending, they'd win a premiership. That's not going to happen. <laughs> you better but, tell Brennan Goddard that. <laughs> <laughs> Poor lad. Yeah. Um, I mean, it sounds wishy-washy, but I genuinely do not know. Yeah, we yeah. could win 14 games, we could win four games, we could win six games, whatever. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, I do think there's going to be a few teething problems in the start of the season. Um, players getting used to play with each yep. other, you know, missed targets, missed, you know, markings, assignments. That's that's just going to happen when you've got, you know, eight, nine, ten players coming yeah. into a side. Yeah. Especially with the way teams like to play uh, a team defense, yeah. a zone yeah. defense. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and when old mate's not in his spot, you're like, yeah. mate. Okay. Yeah. And teams again? will, <laughs> yeah, teams will punish you for that too. Um, you know, if you're, if you miss a, an assignment by, you know, five seconds, the, you know, the run on that creates exactly. you're, you're giving up goals so yeah. there's going to be you know some extended periods of you know like consecutive goals conceded and you know a bit of sort of you know, um, not a lot of continuity but I think they'll, they'll get there sort of you know towards mid-season um, the issue is whether players will get burnt out yeah. by the end of the yeah. year um, that's probably the worst case scenario I don't think there's going to be a lot of pressure on them, though. No. Uh, to me, no. the pass mark isn't where they finish on the ladder. It's how yeah. they do in the key games, yeah. like uh, Anzac Day. Mm. If they put in a good showing there, even if they lose, as long as they you know really give it a hard yeah. go, yeah. their supporters will be like, well, you know, Anzac Day game, they put their ass on the line, there's a bit of blood on the field, that's good, we can run mm. with that. And Drew Tom with the G to a lesser extent. Mm. Um, but I think round one. Round yeah. one is just yep. as important yep. as Anzac Day. For. Yeah. And yeah. that's probably going to set the tone for yeah. the season. Oh, how kind they, of Essen and how they enter the field that day and how the supporters embrace them and they'll yeah. go nuts. Like yeah. They will absolutely lose the plot and so they should. They'll be marching to the G again. Yeah. Um, and Only because I'm going, I hope it doesn't rain, but yeah. otherwise, <laughs> I, just, I wish for a thunderstorm. Yeah. That but won't stop us. No, <laughs> look, I absolutely feel for the supporters. Like the, the club uh, people that instigated everything and or did, did not do, called McGadow, I don't fucking mm. know. I don't have a lot of sympathy for them, but the supporters who have just been fucking... Week after week, Herald Sun front page after front page, they deserve a good game. Mm. They deserve to enjoy their walk to the game, see the players come out, and give a shit. Yeah. Mm. Well, this is the first year since 2012 that you know it's relatively free of yeah, you know, yeah, any exactly. kind of external yeah. crap. Yeah. So far, yeah, so far. That's what I think for me. I just want to see resilience out of them because they're going to get beat down a few times. You know what I mean? Mm. They're going to be like I said, teething problems. And you want to see that they can bounce back and yeah. you know just water off a duck's back kind of thing because it's not going to be huge expectations. So even like St Kilda, when they were sort of in their formative years, two years, three years ago, mm. they get smashed by like forty points at half time, and they'd always find a way to sort of claw back and put in that second effort. Yeah, and mm. I think with young kids, that's what you'll see. So with the young squad that they've got, I think that, that that'll be my sort of pass mark is they can bounce back and not look at sort of the the total wins and losses, but how you perform in those key games and when the when the real sort of pressure was on the line, how they reacted. And I think that's going to be sort of a pass mark. I'll tell you what, I think the Essendon social media team's looking forward to this season more than any other team. <laughs> They're like, oh, just none of this shit. I can just get on with the, here's the scores. Yeah. Here's halftime. Yeah. That's all I want to do this year. And they'll be going, oh, I remember this player. I know yeah. he is now. Don't have to look at the record every five minutes. Um, so where have you got him finishing, Ben? Uh, I've got him finishing... Well, well, yes, I want to finish sixteenth, but like I said, that could be anywhere between yeah. I would say tenth and sixteenth. Yep, <laughs> I've got fifteenth. I think they'll um, they'll win a couple of key matches, but I think the season's just is too long, and they're a bit too um, too likely to have a few key players go down at points. Yeah, I've got them eleventh, and I think that 
Um, in the first two or three weeks, they're going to be playing on emotion. Yeah. And that'll get them through. But you're right, it's going to take them a while to gel again. Yeah. Um, and then uh, even some of the guys that have had the 12 months off, we just don't know what's going to happen with yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, then, like I say, then Niggles might be gone, but it's that cohesion. Yeah. Um, and then in the last month of the year, uh, of the season rather, um, that's when you're going to say, all right, here's the team. Yeah. Um, if they play finals, I mean, Woosha deserves a statue. Oh, shit. Yeah. If they play finals, he's a coach for life. Yeah. He'll he'll make shitty at his dust. <laughs> but um, I think they won't come in with the arrogance that you need for an AFL team in that you, you get a few goals down and some teams like you know, Hawthorne, even West Coast, Adelaide to their points. Uh, the other week, <laughs> Gold Coast uh, sort of lacked that arrogance as well. Or was it this week? Um, that When you get a few goals behind, they're like, no, no, no we still got this. Yeah. Like the the sheer just no 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 this this is our day we're going to win it bit of Tom Brady yeah <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think Essendon are going to have that because uh, they're still you know a little bit browbeaten well if there's anybody that um, at Essendon that has that attitude it's Hevel and he's now yeah, leading yeah. them yeah um, and he was leading them before anyway yeah um, got out too to a, to a point mm. even though Hevel didn't have the the um, the captain's mantle yeah. right he was. Acting as a leadership oh, leader, anyway. and he was for the because I think what's what's a miss like the last half of yeah. 2015. Yeah. So I mean, he was yeah. you know, de facto captain. Yeah, yeah. I, I think was it uh, did Goddard take him through last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, he he's and didn't do a bad job. Yeah, he was fine. Well, yeah. he couldn't do a bad job. I mean, <laughs> realistically, they didn't. They had a couple of hundred point losses. Um, I don't know. I can't remember the exact number, um, but it wasn't every second week. I no, think yeah. the biggest one was one thirty eight. I think it was Hawthorne that did it. Um, yeah, it was about 110, I think. Yeah, yeah like I know that. that there was the Hawthorne one, but again, it wasn't... Oh, that was the night there was a soccer on, wasn't it? No, mm, that might have been another year. Um, but it wasn't a good game at all. It was just... No. I think there was like 2,000 people there just about. Yeah. Was that the game where Goddard was trying to give someone a spray and they gave it back to him? Or someone, was it Heppel that gave Goddard a spray? It might have been the year before. Been, uh, yeah, I think um, Goddard gave a spray to somebody and Heppel grabbed him by... The yeah, scruff yeah, of the neck. Right. He said, "Hey, mind in the game." Yeah. Then Goddard kicked the goal two minutes later and went straight back to Hepburn and went, "Yeah, you're yeah. fucking right." <laughs> yeah. And that's when you know he's going to be the next captain. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Um, just had to wait uh, an extra year for it. Um, so we haven't got him back in the finals yet, but uh, to be honest, it's probably one of the best wooden spoon seasons yeah. um, for, and one of the most unique seasons last year. And it's going to be. Uh, Let's hope it stays unique. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's it's almost a petri dish. Um, it's interesting. As no, he's a West objective Coast. observer. How they go. Like, I'm interested to see how they play. You know what I mean? It's yeah. going to put my interest back in their games. Uh, don't get me wrong. I still want to see them get flogged every week. Oh, uh, we we'll, have it any other way. That's how it goes, especially round one. <laughs> um, all right, that'll do us for Essendon. Uh, yeah. w- welcome back to the AFL. Good luck, yep. guys. Cheers. Peace. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.